Are you ready? I think so. Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast. Today we've got a very special episode. It's been two weeks since we've last been in the pod room, and I believe we are both completely ready to just tear into a pod and make it work. Last week it didn't. Yeah. Well, we were in the pod room, but it just didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't happen. Technical difficulties. It, it did happen a little bit. I was able to rescue the files hmm. eventually, but yeah. it took some uh, computer wizardry. Mm-hmm. Our thing ran out of batteries. And I listened to it, and it made me realize something. Yeah, I realized ScottCast doesn't benefit so much from editing. When you leave in our pauses, our reflection... And our and the way you react to me, usually with stunned silence, mm-hmm. it's a lot better. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Hmm. So, I decided to hook up my cell phone to all the sounds that we need, and we're gonna just lay this shit to track. Okay. Yeah, I didn't tell you we were gonna do it this way until right now. Yeah, I mean that kind of makes sense. Yeah, my stunned silence—you can have a little sound effect so that. The listeners aren't getting bored, but we still are uh, respecting the flow of the, the conversation. That's exactly right. And I thought you might think something along those lines. So I decided to make things a little bit easier for us. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've done is I've roboticized to David. Yeah. So whenever we need like a little fallback opinion, mm-hmm. we can just uh, ask David. Isn't that, isn't that right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. See? So David's here in spirit. And he's going to help us uh, do this pod. But it's nicer because it doesn't talk nearly as much. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. So uh, thank you, David, for uh, coming off, you know? It's a little off, but I like it. Great. <laughs> you know, yeah, it is a little weird to not have you talking all the time. You know, uh, is it good for you? Do you think this is, a, is this the way you, you should be potting, David? I don't know. You know, maybe, you know. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a little weird. Uh, I need to program him out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today, you know, we've got email bag, obviously. That's what we're going to open with. Okay. I think it's a good idea. Uh, dear Scott Cast, glory be to Scott Cast. Master Charles isn't streaming for like a week or so while he moves into his new apartment. Mm. What should we do with our lives? I am all caught up on Scott Cast, so there's almost no additional content to consume. Please help and advise, sincerely needing of entertainment. Hmm. You know, it is 2019. Yeah. And today, more than ever, there are more options for entertainment than ever true yeah so what's wrong with this person like do you think because of this large breadth of entertainment everybody's taste gets so specific till eventually nothing can satisfy anybody i mean it could be yeah there's a lot 
of stuff to see and listen to, but there's also a lot of garbage, like the majority of what's out there. I can literally get myself on Spotify doing anything mm-hmm. within maybe a week or two. The recording itself will take as long as it takes for the sound to be produced. Mm-hmm. I could possibly even make something longer, like a 24-hour song, post it up on Spotify, and be just as accessible as Lady Gaga herself. But how many people do that, though? That's the thing, is I think there's a lot of people with a little bit of moxie who's like, yeah, of course I can do that. Mm -hmm. And then they go all out and they think their record's great, and they think everything they're doing's great. But they're in over their head because there's about a thousand different aspects to making a musical record yeah. or making a podcast or making anything. And they just shit things out left and right, mm-hmm. you know, without any heed for whether, whether the audience is appreciating it or even following through 75 episodes into it. Yeah. I think I might have transitioned to talking about podcasting real quick. Well, so to foreshadow uh, future I don't know if this is going to be, this is probably going to be like an Ian's cult, whatever. <clears throat> but um, I brought over a stack of VHSs today. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's kind of what Brownwood and I have been doing is sort of playing back her childhood and laughing at how ridiculous the 90s were. And I saw your Instagram, or maybe it was Brownwood's. It was, <laughs> it was a 1 900 ad. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and she she was waiting. Yeah. Did you guys try to call that number? No. Oh man, we should do that. We should. Uh, There's that that particular tape. Can the, you pull up the number? The Ghoulies Two tape had. Uh, it was there was a couple one nine hundred ads. Wait a minute. Do those things still charge per minute? Like as soon as you rang in? I don't know. Oh, I don't. I I, I would be surprised if it was still active. Like I don't know, because there's you can there's internet now and you can just porn like for free. That's true. I mean, but some maybe, people might get off on the voice kind of thing. Maybe people, yeah, still need to... It's a little off, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So David's probably into that. <laughs> Do you actually want the number? Uh, let's, let's type it in, see what happens. She's waiting. She's waiting. <laughs> so is the audience. <laughs> All right. 1-900. one 680 Six eight zero eight thousand eight thousand. It's gonna be like five bucks if you actually connect to something. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Your call cannot be completed. Okay, Aww. it's disconnected. <laughs> well, shit. We're this is now we're an investigate investigatory podcast. Mm-hmm. The question as to whether the one nine hundred numbers still operate uh, thirty years later. They don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I know you don't expect that kind of like greatness from Scottcast, <laughs> but here it is. You're welcome, guys. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> God, I love this soundboard. <laughs> I literally spent like an hour today before you came over. That's why I needed like 20 extra minutes. Yeah. I was just finding shit and then putting it onto my thing. And I have a little naming mechanism so I could find things real quick. Nice. It's it's great. It's great. I feel I feel pretty good about it. You know, and how do you think Dave feels about it? I think he feels. I think he. I think he feels pretty good about no, no, it. No, no, no. What? What? What do you mean? No, 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 no. I don't know. Uh, he doesn't really. He, <laughs> he's. He's not. He doesn't. I don't think he. I think he likes 
being able to choose his words a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Okay. We're representing him honestly, though. Yeah. The AI technology knows what he would say any given moment. It just it only gives him a few words. Yeah. That's how I built the robot. I didn't just splice pieces of audio together. Yeah. And then have me select it. Yeah. Does he answer your door too? Yeah, he should. Right. You know, just like but or that's strictly reserved for the Sky Robot. Right? Man, that's a long time callback. That Scott was bot. that was years ago. Yeah. That was that was like archaic. episode three. Yeah, I that's one of those episodes that was on the cusp of perhaps getting deleted and mm. and going away. Classic. Yeah. That was the first time we did Scott Cast Live, actually. Yeah. We did a we just went on Facebook Live and mm. try to figure out if anybody would talk to us. <laughs> we got my dad and he was very confused. He said mm-hmm. we should power a doorbell with a V ten from a Dodge Viper. Yeah. Expensive and effective. It's called a Veblen good. You know what a Veblen good is? No. A Veblen good is a good that's uh, demand increases when the price increases. So you buy it for the subconscious psychological effect mm-hmm. of having a luxury good, like a Maybach, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that. I was thinking, we should make a Veblen t-shirt. Yeah? Yeah, put it in the Scottcast store. It's like a $2,000 t-shirt. We can get Scottcast funded forever like that. We could. Yeah. What would the design be, though? I, I, that's right. It's like, how would you make a $2,000 t-shirt design? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think just something like really small, like the Scottcast logo with the penguin next to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, the idea is the only people who will appreciate it are the people who know that the Scott Cast t-shirt with the penguin on it is a $2,000 t-shirt. And they'll be impressed, but like the people who would buy these t-shirts are the people who want to impress those people. And money's no object to them. Yeah. You know? Scott Cast is a distinctly for the wealthy podcast. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> while, while we still have a small audience and we can kind of choose and mm. attributes to put upon them, you know, we can entertain poor people or we can entertain rich people. Yeah. You know, and take a percentage of each of their money. Which one would you prefer to take a percentage of? I guess I would prefer to take money from rich people. Well, there we go. So we will cater to rich people. How does that make you feel? Not good. No? No. It doesn't make you feel to cater to rich people, even though, like, oh, that's where you should mine the money? I want them to give us money, but I don't feel like I owe them entertainment. Well, you don't owe them until <laughs> they give you money. And that's the point. <laughs> you know, we don't owe poor people entertainment either. Well, why not? They've, they've, they've got hard times. They need something to lighten the burden of life. Yeah, that's true. Don't want to. Can't Scott Cast be the, the light of their life? I mean, the RSS feed can. <laughs> you know, as long as you have a podcast player. 
Yeah. Or an access to an internet connection, mm -hmm. which I guess is more and more common. Yeah. Is it a luxury good nowadays, internet connection, or is it a is it a necessi necessary utility? I think it's pretty necessary. I mean, even if you don't have like a home connection, you can access pretty easily through like uh, the public Wi-Fi's and mm -hmm. public libraries get you the internet access. But it's such a pain in the ass to go to a public library to check your email. It is, it is. But and then, like, you if you get an email at seven p.m. and you checked it at six p.m. Yeah. Then you don't check it until the next day, mm -hmm. and the person who sent it at seven p.m. is all butt hurt over not getting a reply at seven or three p.m. Right. And they're talking about that. I'm just thinking, like, content-wise. At least my contributions to Scottcast uh, are for the common man. Okay, so like when you're when you're talking, you're talking for the common man, yeah. and like that's who it's for. Mm -hmm. Is there, and it's because like they deserve it, right? Or they just yeah. need it. Well, I I just don't have. Uh, very fond opinions of rich people, I guess. <laughs> but maybe that'll make you more entertaining to them. Like, why don't you go to the rich people and make Could them it? laugh, but also make them realize how terrible they are as human beings? Yeah, I you don't know. know. A little I bit mean, of truth in advertising, George Carlin style. If I can do that and they want to give us money for that, then I guess, sure. Yeah. I love it when you get on board with things. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to create some Veeblin goods. Mm-hmm. Okay, now knowing this, that you have disdain for rich people, what would you want a rich person to wear upon them and pay for the privilege? And like maybe we can even donate part of this Veblen good to charity of some sort, mm. you know? But like also it's like mocking the rich person. What do you think we should do? Like I am the 1% and this cotton, this T-shirt's this 99% cotton, 1% orphan hair. I feel like uh, like it should be kind of a joke mm -hmm. that we don't let them in on completely. Okay. So like there's a symbol that we'll, we'll decide what that is. Um, but we'll alert the, the rest of our listenership, the common man. The plebes? Yeah. Okay. That... Uh, if they see someone with this symbol near a dumpster, fucking tackle them. Nice. Shit. I got the dumpster hit. Oh. <laughs> I have it too. Damn it. Oh, one minute. The whole thing's ruined. Let me see if I brought it over. Mm. I guess not. Ugh. Damn it, I'm so stupid. That's how I feel. Yeah. I was able to import that, though. Well, you know. I'm testing everyone's sound systems as I go, though. People with great sound systems are like, whoa, this podcast is out of this world right now. <laughs> but we're, like, experiencing this through tiny little headphones that cost 10 bucks, so it doesn't really sound like anything. Yeah. But I just gave people with a bow system like a workout, <laughs> you know.
the vibrations probably like entered into their bloodstream and created some sort of euphoria. It's a little off, but I like it. Yeah, right, David? Yeah. 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 Where were we? Um, we were talking about merch. Oh, that's right. And exploiting rich people. All right. So if you are a rich person and you love Scottcast, yeah. log on to the scottcast.com slash shop and sort by price descending. Mm-hmm. The first item will be a $2,000 t-shirt that you can wear and prove your worth to the plebes of the world. Yeah. That you, in fact, are, I don't know, what are they, what's so great about that? Um, that you are you're rich. An, you're an elite Scott Cast listener. Yeah. And you should uh, display it proudly near a dumpster, but just to... For no reason. Don't worry about that part. Yeah. Yeah, just go go to your dumpster wearing this Scott Cast shirt. It's going to be like a big red X. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, put that on. A Veblen good was to- coined in 1899 by ec- economicalist by the name of Mr. Veblen. Hmm. And he described it and he said that rich people have a distorted view of the supply and demand curve and hmm. that... If uh, if a good should price should go all the way up to like forever, mm-hmm. like five million, yeah, even the demand would even rise. Like Steve Jobs would start calling from the grave and be like, "I want my estate to buy all these shirts." Ooh, I'm a go. So yeah, that's the scottcast.com. Also, there's plenty of more options. In fact, more variety and greater options for the plebes yeah. who would like to only pay a reasonable price for a t-shirt and a, or a bikini. I ordered some socks and a hat. Nice. Yeah, I should be getting them sometime next week. Sweet. Yes, I will show off the scottcast socks. So, that's the scottcast.com forward slash shop. Ain't that right, bitch? Onto the show. Isn't this great having the real time audio effects? Badass. Yeah. Oh my God. We still know how to sell things, but fuck, that was great. That's some good aural stimulation for everybody. That just proves what fantastic casters we are. Mm-hmm. Can't pod this smooth. Nobody can pod this smooth but us. Isn't that right, David? I don't know. Nah. Yeah. Nice. No, he, he's he's trying to run his own pod now, hmm. and I think he's going to kind of get a little bit jealous of, you know, Scott Cast meteoric rise because it doesn't happen to everybody. This meteoric rise. That's true. You know, like he's probably going to fight hard and have a great podcast and a great following and all, but he's going to forever be comparing it to Scott Cast. Yeah. So. Yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry, David. I like to think if Spider Man was on Tinder. He to cast that web. Well, sometimes I hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you know we record this shit live. No. So there we go. All right. So that's the email bag for you. If you want to write into email bag, just go to the scottcast.com forward slash email bag, all one word, no hyphens. And uh, let us know your thoughts, inquiries, advice you might need. Uh, topics you want us to discuss, anything, 
and send it in. And you know we're going to do it when you hear this sound. Email that. All right. But now we're on to what's what. And I'm excited for this first topic on what's what. Mm. Are you excited? I don't know what's what. Well, you're about to find out what's what. And it's a it's a callback and a reprisal, revival even. Mm. Perhaps with a slight modification of an old favorite Scottcast segment. All right. New report finds ecstasy and cocaine less harmful than alcohol and tobacco. Audience really likes that, but I think the key word in that headline was ecstasy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, we've, t- we've touched on this before, that there's research to investigate uh, medical purposes for MDMA. Sure, yeah, medical purposes. But I think the big thing in this is that it says that Ecstasy and cocaine is less harmful, less of a big deal than alcohol and tobacco. The report's been put together by none other than the Global Commission on Drug Policy, which is made up of 14 ex-government officials who together condemn the incoherence and inconsistencies of harsh drug laws that are based on unreliable and scientifically dubious methods that arbitrarily punish the use of some substances more stringently than others. Agreed. You know, it's true. That it's, it's, they say it's based on historical and cultural premise, premises, not mm-hmm. like actual facts about the medical usage of this. But at the same time, like I remember, maybe this is the cultural part, but like whenever people talk about ecstasy, like particularly the people who do ecstasy, mm-hmm. you know, those club people, they always play up all the shittiest things about it. Like, yeah, it's amazing. But then, and then it's a half an hour explanation of like some like dehydrated hangover and how their friend Susie died and all that kind of shit. But then they like, they cap it off with, and it's amazing. Yeah. You know, so do I trust these 14 ex-government officials? It doesn't seem like a large coalition and ex-government officials kind of generic. Like, technically, mailmen are ex-government officials. True. What if this is just a group of mailmen who want to... Got fired for failing their drug tests. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and, like, they got this far, and, like, people are, like, and now talking about this, like it's a possible change in legislation. It's very possible. Well, I mean... There's risks with any drugs, right? Right. Um, when when you criminalize a drug, you create additional. You create an underground, and then it's a it's like a secret thing, and people it it creates more criminality around the use. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. More myths. So. Yeah, like people can drink and do horrible things and crash cars into children or whatever. But when 
uh, prohibition was going on. That's kind of what gave rise to like the mob. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So, but the, what the mob is also what gave rise to NASCAR. True. Another horrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> if we never banned alcohol, we'd never have NASCAR. And it you would idiots. be a much better world. Right? Yeah. You know, how, but so, how would Tide get advertised? So, people are going to do these things because they feel good, because they, for some people, have benefits like. Cocaine started as a medication. Mm-hmm. Then a soft drink. Then a soft drink. And then a designer drug in the 80s. Yeah. Freud really liked cocaine a lot. Yeah? Did he like it, like, uh, pharmacologically speaking? He would, like, recommend it to crazy people? Or he just liked it for himself? Both. Okay. <laughs> I love this. You should try it. <laughs> do you want to have sex with your mother? Oh, fuck, I do. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little off, but I like it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, people are going to indulge in what they're going to indulge in. And um, if you want to stop them from doing that. Like abusing substances. Yes. If you want to stop them, if you want to protect them from the harmful effects of a substance, criminalizing it is the wrong way to do that. Because then they just hide it. Mm -hmm. Then it's a secret. Yeah. Yeah. And the government's listening to everybody saying all this, and they're just like, you're just figuring this out? Because obviously yeah. the fucking government... Other, yeah, other countries have figured it out, and they've decriminalized uh, a lot of Scandinavian countries, I believe, have... I know Portugal has... A lot of places besides the U.S., which continues to be pretty... Uh, What's the word I want? Draconian and archaic. There you go, draconian. That's what I wanted. Okay. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure exactly what draconian means. I think it's a I think it's time for a what does draconian mean break? What does draconian mean? What do they think it means? Apparently we think it means something to do with American drug laws. <laughs> While you're looking that up, uh, I'm gonna go grab another beer. Do you wanna want another beer? Go grab another beer while I tell the good people with an epic soundtrack. Dos cervezas. Draconian mates. Yes, dos cervezas, por favor. Draconian. Adjective. Draconian. Of laws or their application. Excessively harsh and severe. Example. The Nazis destroyed the independence of the press by a series of draconian laws, synonyms, harsh, severe, strict, extreme, drastic, stringent, tough, swinging, brutal, brutal, oppressive. Ruthless, relentless, summary, punitive, draconian. That sounds like what I meant. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. That's pretty accurate. I'd say. So that was a good. That was a, that was a good uh, definition break. Yeah. Everyone really liked that one. I, I really liked that one. Did I? Yeah. Man, the applause is going to get so overused. <laughs> All the downloads are going to drop drastically <laughs> as soon as I introduce the applause button. Yeah. Well, but you know what? I don't care because I don't need the applause from them anymore because I got the applause right here and right now. And it's really making me feel good, even though it's totally fake. I feel great. I love it. Just when you thought Scott Cast couldn't get any more self-congratulatory. <laughs> That's right. We found a way to <laughs> applaud ourselves and drink beer at the same time. 
Mm. Oh, that's delicious. Founders Solid Gold. A great beer if you want a budget craft experience. You know, these things, I bought the 24-pack, so that comes out to less than a buck a piece. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. That's that's about what you want for a beer, you know? Yeah. Like if you're going to be a daily drinker, you know, flaunting your freedom in front of the poor ecstasy people who just want to unwind at the end of the day with, with a hit of ecstasy. <laughs> I hope that's eventually what happens. I hope like when I become an old coot, yeah. like I see that America has progressed to the point where I'm like, stop progressing. I want America to progress to the point where I become conservative. Yeah. That's that, that's my goal. That'd be lovely. Yeah, that's my goal in life is to become a crotchety Republican, <laughs> <laughs> just like my family. <laughs> well, we'll all be dead before then. Yeah, I suppose. You know, dead in a blaze of glory. <laughs> <laughs> I love this thing. Hmm. Well, we got more. What's what though? Let's hear it. Um, it's a little. Uh, News about a competitor. Mm. You know, who do you think will completely command an audience away from us as easily as possible? OJ Simpson. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm not so sure. No, it's true. I mean, I know he's he's doing what is a YouTube thing now. <clears throat> Killer new show. OJ Simpson ready to launch podcast. The 71 year old acquitted murderer who gained over 650,000 followers in days Hmm. after posting a video saying he had some getting even to do, quote, has a game plan. Simpson has plans to take a stab, I like the way this guy writes, (laughs) at a pay-per-view or subscription-based podcast in which he'll offer his side of what happened the night Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman were murdered on June 12th, 1994. Mm-hmm. His side of it? How much is there to tell if he wasn't the one? I thought that was what the was like, trial well, was for. Oh, I was uh, I was asleep. Yeah, I mean, That's he tried it. to do that book, right? And it got like, yeah, as far as a a promotional run, but right before the D Day, did they pull it? I they pulled it. Yeah, I guess I don't follow OJ Simpson that closely. That happened like. Was it before? It might have been right before he tried to steal his Heisman Trophy back. Yeah. Before he went. This to, guy's crazy. Yeah, you know. He's stealing his trophy shit. He's constantly trying to monetize his uh, um, killing or his alleged killing, according to him. You know, mm-hmm. definitely it was a killing. And he's trying to make a killing. Remember when he was in uh, the Naked Gun movies? Right. Like, <laughs> I love those movies. I love Leslie Nielsen as a person. Mm-hmm. And I, those movies are hilarious. And he kind of just plays a straight man in it anyway. Yeah. So when I watched those, like, I never thought of him as O.J. Simpson in it. Right. But you watch the credits, and then it's like Leslie Nielsen. Okay, yeah, cool. O.J. Simpson. And you're like, wait a minute. Did someone just switch the channel to like <laughs> a documentary? <laughs> but no, O.J. Simpson is a sincerely in like one of the most delightful offbeat uh, comedy movies of our 
modern times. Yeah. Lieutenant Frank Drebin, police squad. That's right. Mm-hmm. I love his deadpan nature. And I think Leslie Nielsen reminds me a lot of my grandpa on my dad's side. Mm. He like, they look exactly alike. Like my grandpa on my dad's side probably has a little bit more of a red face. Yeah. But then again, Leslie Nielsen probably had makeup. Mm-hmm. But they both have this silver white hair. And that kind of demeanor. Yeah. The stern stern brow. Mm-hmm. But my grandpa never said funny shit like Leslie Nelson. Oh, that's disappointing. A little well, a little disappointing. <laughs> and again. If uh but if Leslie Nelson was like the level my grandpa was at, I probably would never try to even do Scott Cast. Because it's just an embarrassment. Yeah. A leeching off a name. I've got an uncle on my mom's side that reminds me a lot of uh I can't remember the actor's name, but you know, in uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, they got that uncle during the Christmas one. He brought his trailer over and was dumping the toilet into the street. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Is that Leslie Nelson? No. Oh, it's, it's a different uh, person? Oh, an uncle that looks like that person. Yeah. Okay. Is it a famous person besides this role? Or is this the yeah, only he role was, he was in? Like in uh, Independence Day, he was the drunk who flew into the alien oh, ship. Oh, Dan- Dennis Quaid? Yes. Oh, my God. That guy's insane. My uncle looks like Dennis Quaid. Oh, does he act like him too? No. Oh, my God. He's the only one who's matured into his role. And his role <laughs> was being a drunk, crazy lunatic. <laughs> there was this fucking video he posted where... He made his wife or girlfriend mm. um, wear a like a computer printout of the face of like Leslie Moonves or something like that, mm. the face of some studio. And he was like, "I'm gonna fuck the head of this studio on camera right now." And you know, he proceeds to fuck this head, this lady with the face on her face. Mm. And I think he even used quotes from Independence Day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back. He said something like that. Or up yours. One of the two. Good stuff. This this is why I wish like I like knew what our sides might possibly be impossible to do. But like I'm looking at my soundboard being like, what if we had a bunch of Dennis Quaid fucking (laughs) sound bites right now? That'd be excellent. Maybe next episode we'll have a bunch. Yeah, and then we won't bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to have all the sounds ready for any situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll I'll try to I'll come up with an app that collects a an enormous repository mm-hmm. of small time quotes or small quotes from big time things. Yeah, and then people can pull it. You know, the quotes off the app, super easy. Create a soundboard for the little podcasts. We could do it for news of the day. We'll have like a current news section. Make it a subscription plan. Holy shit, I think I just invented a business. (laughs) Fucking cha-ching, you know. If you want to sign up for this, just go to thescottcast.com forward slash that new fucking shit I said on that last podcast I did. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. 
Get into the soundboard business. Get in the soundboard business. Because people do current event podcasts all the time, and the formula is always the same. Mm. There is something in the media, there's a sound bite, and everyone's talking about it. So this app would just collect those sound bites that get talked about real quick and allow that to be accessed by somebody using a soundboard like I'm using right now. This just then, Scott had a good idea. <laughs> Maybe I'm just too excited about the soundboard. Could be. And I think everybody <clears throat> just loves the soundboard. This is going to be the most obnoxious episode in Scottcast history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, as I expand the soundboard, there's going to be more sounds and it's going to be more variety. But yeah. until then, it's going to be a lot of... A lot of the same things. I was really hoping we'd be talking about ecstasy more when we had the ecstasy on. But I mean, it's your, it's your cast. It is my cast. I mean, I could just like rest the conversation forcefully. It. Yeah. Like just constantly bring I don't back. know if I have much more to say. I mean, we know about my experiences around people who've been rolling. But yeah, that's kind of a thing though. It's like we never talk about um, like drinking with Ian. Yeah. Like what's what's happening when well, people are drinking around Ian? Because that's common. It's common. It's just it's just the how often these events happen that makes it interesting. Yeah. Mm. I suppose. Well, we got more what's what. Okay. Anyway, you know, let's see. Well, we're gonna do it like this again. This is not a good what's what sound. Bye. Kind of like what she landed on. Yeah. Man proposes to his girlfriend by tattooing, will you marry meow on his ass? Mm. Will you marry meow? Yeah. Okay, so here's the she story. She was really into cats? Uh, yeah, they have a cat together. Ah. Instead of the traditional flowers, candles, and getting down on one knee, 32-year-old went for a tattoo on his ass and flashing it after a game of pool. He orchestrated it so he would get seven balled. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where the black is sunk when one player still has all seven of their balls on the table. Mm. Our rule is you have to pull your pants down if that happens. So he just pulled down his trousers. Oh, yeah. I looked over and said, what's that on your ass? He walked over to me and I could see that it said, will you marry me out? Uh, on his ass in the in public <laughs> with a picture of their cat. Okay. That seems like a very moment specific tattoo. Yeah, that's the thing is like what if she said no? Right. Also. Now you got to cover that up. Yeah, and like if you looked at the picture, it was just a solid it, like they're they have a black cat, mm-hmm. so the cat was just like almost solid the black there for sure. The cat's gonna stay there. The text you could maybe cover up. Yeah. Oh, well, I haven't seen the picture. It not would have that, to, not at, that I want to, but at the very least, it would have to be a tattoo that's like five square inches of pure black. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then like something else around it that makes sense as a design, or just this crazy black square now. Yeah. And you'll always be able to see kind of. Like where it was, because the ink's not going to take the same way on both sides of the skin. So, 
I mean, good thing that, you know, it worked for them. You know, oh, yeah. every, the audience likes it. Good for them. Yeah. Everyone loves love. Love loves to love love. So when you see love and you're loving it, that's because you feel love too. Yeah. I know that because uh, I'm a sociopath and I've never experienced that. I had a thought <clears throat> while we were uh, watching Bronwyn's VHSs. Um, should I? I'm prompted by this story. Okay. So should we uh, explore that or should we wait for like a, I don't know. I don't even know if we're doing like a, a VHS viewing cast kind of thing. Well, let's call this a very short preview of what one might expect spect on Ian's cult corner kitchen or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what we decided. So on. there was some, uh, among the various uh, films and TV shows and whatnot on the, on the, the tapes there. Aside from the one nine hundred numbers, there was some My Little Pony episodes. Ooh, and like, had, is it the, is this the same My Little Pony that had all the bros, uh, the bronies? I guess so. I mean, this is from like the nineties, early nineties, late eighties. Oh, okay. I think the new one had the bronies. Could be. Okay. Um. So I had a thought, hmm. and it's based on like they all have like these pictures on their hind quarters right that like represent oh yeah <laughs> represent like their personalities allegedly yeah so if you were to if that was a thing if you had to get a tattoo on your ass to like exemplify who you are as a person what would it be uh, immediately my mind went to a podcast microphone yeah you know because here I am standing in front of this podcast microphone I guess that's something, but it, like if if you go by like what sheer, if that was a thing that people did like instead of a bar mitzvah you you got a tattoo of a symbol yeah, on your you, ass you reach a certain age and you're like you got to decide who you are is it always an object or is it what like what what were what are some examples of ass tattoos that they had um oh yeah I mean I'm, I didn't pay that close attention to be honest but there was like a Four leaf clover and like a heart and like a rainbow and okay, so it's more of a generic. There was shape. there was like a sport pony. They had like male ponies, and he was like had a, like a football on him or something. Oh, I'd have a really long and tall triangle. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to explain that? Yeah, because the uh, triangles that point up mm -hmm. are are like an ancient symbol for like masculinity yeah you know and because like the inverted of that a triangle pointing down mm -hmm. is the symbol for femininity mm. you know because if you look at a lady's you, you know i get you you, yeah. you, you know between oh, the yeah. legs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a v right and if you look at a guy you know laying down you know oh, like yeah, yeah it's more like a Right. Triangle pointing up. So I would have a giant one. So a big old phallic symbol on your ass. Yeah, a big phallic symbol on my ass. You know, so that no matter which way I'm facing, people know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, what'd you get? I'm not sure. Um, I feel like mine would be abstract. Abstract. Yeah. Be like a 
Would it be symmetrical? No. Yeah, I think it would be like a, asymmetric. Like in just an amorphous blob. It would be a mole. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Birthmark. <laughs> but it'd be it would be uh like colorful and it wouldn't just be like a, a s- oblong circle. It would be like a an amoeba looking thing. Okay. Why do you why are you drawn towards amoebas? Um and define shapes. Because I can't pick one symbol to define me. I need so your symbol abstract. is indecision? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's supposed to symbolize for yeah. you? Oh my lord. And I like uh I like the abstract. That's that's kind of my thing. Why do you I'm real into why, surrealism and that's true. Why 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 are you so attracted to surrealism and indefinite uh, uncertainty? Artistic uncertainty at that. Well, because I think we are too focused on defining things and we tend to look at like binaries and mm-hmm. that's not how almost anything works. I definitely feel like I was poisoned from a young time in my mind because I would uh, I would look to, okay, do what do people think is the best guitar player? Yeah. Who's the best? I will listen to them. I'll listen to them. And if... Uh, there was another better guitar player. I'd be like, "Oh, I better listen to them because people say this person's better." Mm. And so my emulation would just swing wildly between these people, and I was never really able to come up with a decent style of my own. Yeah, and it's because I tried to take art and approach it with a definite, rigorous kind of. Science, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is good, so I will emulate good. You're trying good. to be quantitative with a qualitative yes. thing. I feel like if I was more like oblong, weird ass amoeba birthmark on my uh-huh. ass, like you are, like I would have just been been able to suck it up and made shit that I wanted to make, yeah, and dealt with it and just got my hands dirty, got shit done instead of just doing shit. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. You know, that's what everybody should do. If they can, you need to get out there. You need to stop fucking just doing, towing the line, doing what you need to do. And you need to, you need to fucking be yourself. You just need to be yourself. That's right. That's right. You'll never be as great as Scott Cast, but. That's right. That's right. Stop trying to copy us. Just do your thing. Yeah. And just be you and be satisfied with being inferior. Exactly. Be satisfied <laughs> in your inferiority because your inferiority is also your differentiation. Yeah. There can only be one best podcast, and that is Scottcast. And that's because I don't listen to other podcasts ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about podcasting in the greater world. I just transmit into the open air this original, untethered creation. You know? I ain't got none of that that crazy Clapton influence here where I'm trying to be Eric Clapton in an age that doesn't support Eric Clapton even by himself. Yeah. Doing it for real. Doing it now. Keeping it going. So, yeah. My Little Pony, huh? Mm-hmm. So, send in a, an email. Let us know. Give us an email bag. What would your ass tattoo be? What would your ass tattoo be? 
Send it into the scottcast.com forward slash email bag. Wait till you hear that sound, and bam, we'll share it on the pod. I think it's time for a hard transition. Okay. Okay. Next article. Jersey, a UK town or county or something. Okay. Is being terrorized by 100 strong gangs of feral chickens waking up locals, locals and chasing joggers. Yeah. Where did they come from? It is believed the chickens were once pets, which were abandoned before rapidly breeding. They now roam the British island in 100 strong groups. God damn. Good Lord, groups. Like, just fucking roving gangs of chickens. <laughs> <laughs> like, people always tell me, Scott, don't go walking in Hamtramck at night. You got to mm-hmm. be careful. Stick to the main roads and stuff. And that's true. And, you know, you, you got to be careful. But mm-hmm. we don't have to deal with 100 strong gangs of avian dinosaurs. No, we don't. Like roaming around. Apparently these are causing nuisances and they had to address like the laws and the decency of just murdering, outright murdering things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like local authorities on the island say that they're fighting a tough battle and have urged people not to feed the chickens. We're in a situation where we got animal lovers on one hand and where we have those who are experiencing a nuisance on the other. Landowners are now able to dispatch chickens if they are causing said nuisance. An action be, could be taken if a feral chicken was being fed in a way that causes a nuisance. How do they define nuisance? I'm pretty sure their existence in your life yeah. is nuisance enough. Like if you, if, you, if you see a feral chicken, like a group of them, and like, well, some of them are chasing people, some of them are doing all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably <clears throat> going into people's lawns and fucking with that. Yeah. I don't know, like shitting all over their driveway, stealing their money, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. If you like trapped and ate some of them, do you think the rest of the gang would come after you? Let's just be real, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the case. And I, I think David agrees. I don't think they have that kind of memory. They're not like crows. Crows yeah. will do that. Crows will do that. Crows will haunt an entire generation of people. They'll come after your children. Mm-hmm. They'll keep it going. They'll tell tales of your bitchery to their children. That's right. Crows don't fuck around, so don't fuck around with crows. Yeah. <laughs> I like how I like when David just chimes in with real quick things. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> He, he prefers. He prefers when he can be more human, less robot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's the final what's what I have. Let's see. Let me do this game. Nearly 100 drivers follow a Google Maps detour and end up stuck in an empty field. Mm. That's right. This is a little bit of Google news for you. You know, Google, the evil corporation everybody comes to love. The Uh, one that spies on my house? Yes, the one that spies on your house and is probably listening to our transcript of this here podcast before it's even, uh, you know, feasible that they might be doing that. Yeah. 
I'm sure they got my phone bugged too. So that's right. And you have an Apple phone. I've got two Android devices right here in front mm-hmm. of me. So they they probably listen to Scottcast before anybody listens to Scottcast. And so just let us know uh, if we're doing good so far. Google, are we doing good? Uh, thank you, thank you, Google. <laughs> Wow, wow, all of Google. (laughs) Oh, maybe not so bad after all. So apparently there was a crash on a road leading to the airport, and it prompted drivers to take a detour. Mm -hmm. The alternate route took them down a dirt road that had rain and turned into a muddy mess, and it turned out the dirt road was a private road. They say we take many factors into account when determining driver routes, including the size of the road and the directness of the road. While we always work to provide the best possible directions, issues can arise due to unforeseen circumstances, such as weather. We encourage all drivers to use their best judgment when driving. Hmm. I don't believe Google gives a shit. Can you believe that like there's people at almost every corporation whose job is to issue generic responses like that? Yeah. Like that's a that's a finesse. Like you have to say everything that says you're addressing something without addressing anything. Mm-hmm. You have to give people fodder that makes you seem intelligent and even tempered. Yeah while not revealing a single thing that can be used against the corporation. Google knows everything you say. They know everything you type. They control the information flow of the entire free world. Do you think that's a dangerous thing? It sounds pretty dangerous, doesn't it? It's one company. And the nature of the company is that they have to decide somehow how content ranks. And Mm -hmm. the nature of how people use the website, they'll search for something. There's probably the seven choices they'll look through before they make a decision. Mm Mm-hmm or search for another thing. Yeah. And there's billions upon billions of relevant results for every single fucking query you can think about. Right. So they have to decide. What do they show when people search up political shit? They decide. What What do they show when people search for a business that could be local, could be national? They decide. If a local business sets up their shit wrong and they don't like it, they can wipe them off of the results and they will have zero traffic coming to their business Mm -hmm. in an instant. And they could do it uh, algorithm-wide. So overnight, due to the whims of a company and how it structures an algorithm that nobody in trust or law understands could alter the entire course of the economy. Yeah. But they have really cute Google doodles 
like every day. You go to Google <laughs> and they'll like put like a crazy new image mm-hmm. for the Google Doodle. Like it'll be like uh, the inventor of uh, radiation's birthday and it'll be glowing and shit. You think that's how they keep us appeased? Yeah, the Google Doodle. 100%. Yeah. Like they keep a vague interface, white screen, cute colors. You know, they change it up once in a while mm-hmm. and they do little celebrations and stuff and put little games and tidbits into their things. Yeah. But it, really, they are one of the most commanding and brutal capitalistic companies in in history and mankind's. Mm. Mm-hmm. But nobody really gives them too much heed. pretty strong words man yeah I don't know how I got there from uh, <laughs> maybe redirected people to a sh- shit field in yeah Colorado well I mean I don't know how much I have to add to that I think that's the nature of capitalism has Google ever led you astray yeah I mean not like that in what ways like it thinks that I'm on a street that I'm not and it keeps rerouting and trying to send me somewhere else and I'm mm-hmm. like no I know where I'm going fuck well, you well that's because you exercise your best judgment yeah. when you put on navigation and you're like you don't know what you're talking about you're a piece of shit yeah I like that that's how we should be treating this uh, monopoly on information yeah people who had monopolies on lesser goods wreaked havoc in greater ways. Tell us more. Well, like, uh, you know, just by driving up prices and stuff like that and becoming a monopoly and controlling the source and making things limited Mm -hmm. and kind of really putting a bottleneck in production and value chains, like, you know... All the anything that a trust has been busted for, like the phone companies, all that shit. Mm-hmm. There's there's always an antitrust suit somewhere going on, but because lawmakers are such egregiously tech inept individuals, we're not going to have any decent trust hearing over Google, Facebook, Amazon. Well, lawmakers are pretty inept in most things. Mm-hmm. That was another thought I had this week. Was a uh... I kind of wish someone would sanction us. Sanction? Yeah. Like China would be like, fuck you, we're not going to send you things? Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Because... Isn't that dangerous? Well, our checks and balances don't seem to be operating the way they were designed. No. And I just wish someone would just call us out on our shit. Like we're obviously committing human rights abuses, yeah. At the border. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone should do something. So I mean, someone should step in, like, on behalf of the border? Like a, like a foreign country, like Canada or some shit? Yeah. Anybody. Because, I mean, preferably someone with more power than Canada. <laughs> 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 That's the thing, though. Like, we're, like, the the powerhouse, and we're the ones doing all the bad shit. I guess. I mean, there's definitely, like, like Russia's doing worse. Yeah. They're actively annexing. Well, maybe, are, are, are we, in a way, annexing countries? Like, I guess if we're, I mean, they if we're literally a puppet of Russia, sure. They, like, literally annexed Ukraine. Yes. And, but we haven't 
literally annexed. We always like do we just put a presence there. Right. Yeah. Like we don't want to make a state out of it. Right. We just have troops. Yeah. In places. We'll just enforce everything with the military. But yeah, I mean, well, yeah, everything seems to be not going so hot in terms of, uh, I know we don't like to get political. I'll stop. <laughs> but someone should, Anna, someone should, uh, what did I say? And uh, sanction not us. Anna, sanction. Sanction us, please. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like that would just rile up because America is not, doesn't operate very logically. No. We operate completely emotionally. And I think the biggest problem we have is we got two sides operating on complete emotional levels at this point. Yeah. We got, like, the Democratic debates just happened. I didn't even watch those. Didn't get into that? I didn't, I didn't, I don't want to. You don't even want to try? I don't want to watch the train wreck. I'll, I'll vote for the lesser of two evils when it comes to the general election. But you won't, you, you won't see, like, like, how the race battles down and. I mean. How they, how they whittle each other down? Uh, no, it's. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that the Democrats can put up somebody that's uh, worse than Trump? I would be really surprised if they could. I don't think they can. I don't think that it, that's a thing that happens that exists. Okay. <laughs> so we know how you're voting. <laughs> so the real answer to the question is I'm not going to watch the primaries because I'm only going to fill one bubble. Well, I mean, it, I would prefer they put their best candidate forward, but from the... You don't think you can like lend your voice and decide that? From the clips I've seen, it's like, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. <laughs> It's that weird thing where they're like all trying to outdo each other when really they have like similar ideas and it just looks like a like they're killing their own or eating themselves, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they definitely self cannibalize. Yeah. They're definitely like trying, like everyone, the, like, this is what is interesting about politics to me, but also gives me no faith in mm. its ability to operate a country. Yeah. Even though it's been doing it, I guess, for history. So what can I say? But what I don't like about it is exactly what you said is like, it's obvious that these people aren't talking about, um, policy as much as they're using policy as a tactic to get a job later mm -hmm. you know so like everyone's taking snipes at joe biden because joe biden's got a really natural lead being the vice president with obama mm -hmm. who a lot of people was very happy with comparatively right so like he's got like this big boost and so everyone's technique is, well, let's talk about uh, good old Sleepy Joe over there. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure they're practically taking pages out of uh, Trump's yeah. the playbook to do so, too. 
Yeah. Because like, because like whatever anybody says, like if anybody says anything praising about Trump, uh, you know, with a rational mind, mm-hmm. like they're saying he's a great politician. Like he's really good at finding the base that he's working with and appealing to them and maintaining that. He's worked the system. I think this is the only time that this could have happened Mm -hmm. because the system was just right in its corruption. Yeah, just right in its corruption and in its complacency. Mm -hmm. A lot of the politicians at that time were definitely very complacent. You know, after Obama was in office Mm -hmm. for eight years, very even-keeled presidency, you know, the biggest... He did a lot of stuff, and you know, everyone's gonna have their own opinions. But you know, the biggest thing being healthcare versus getting into two wars and a terrorism event, it feels very even killed. Yeah. You know. So I guess that's Scott Cast's political take. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to take it there. It's okay, you know. Sometimes we gotta get right into with it. Yeah. Get Scott Cast's political take. <laughs> uh, I've got a sound for everything now. So where are we at? Well, I got through my topics for what's what, man. So now we're now we're floating free in the pod. We've got a good free hour. Freeballing it. We're freeballing. So everybody loves it, you know. David loves freeballing. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this just in. Uh, Ian Dixon is the recipient of some texts from somebody who we believe at this point to be a, a receiver of a fake phone number from a lady. That or they, yeah, they, they definitely didn't intend these for me. Um, likely they were given the wrong phone number or they uh, typed the wrong phone number. Right, it, one of the two. They, one of the two. They think that what does it what does it say exactly? Um, it says hello, winky face. It's Ian E A N. Uh, it seems like Sean without the S. It could be Sean. You know, if it's somebody who mistyped the number and they mistyped their name, <laughs> there's like <laughs> missing part of their thumb, yeah. and they like, just can't do things. There's times where a typo isn't excusable. Yeah. The first one is when you're typing your name, and the second one is when you're typing a number. Anyway, it, it could be Sean. Could be Sean. Baby, text me. Okay, so what is this, what was the overall thing again? Hello, winky face. It's someone, baby, text me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, and then he's, and that was, that was the whole message. Yeah. Okay. It was in two texts. Two texts. What's the area code? Is this uh, local? It's uh, same area code as mine. Okay. So Saginaw area probably. Okay. So someone in the Saginaw area Mm -hmm. is like fully has a rager on right now. Sounds like it. Thinking thinking he's texting like this lady he hit up on the bar. This could be a lady. I don't know. What the name is supposed to be. That's true. I mean, I don't know any lady names that end with E-A-N. Yeah, but I mean. But it could be, I guess. It could be Jean. It could be Jean. 
Hey, baby, it's Gene. So we're dealing with a person who seems to think that I'm a romantic interest. Right. So I know your immediate thought is to be like, oh, clarify. It's not, I'm not, I'm probably not who you're looking for. Yeah. But my immediate thought is let's get this guy riled up Mm -hmm. and see what he can say. Yeah. You had the genius idea upon knowing that I wouldn't let you get away that easy (laughs) (laughs) to, to, to send this guy, uh, one of our favorite photos of Drew from the Tim and Drew show. Mm -hmm. Drew, in a previous podcast, we elaborated a little bit more on, but he sent me a picture once of himself completely naked, holding a magnifying mirror in front of his penis so that it may be obscured. And we need to find a way to send this to this uh, romantic fellow. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... uh Guide me in our uh, our exchange here. Okay. Just type in "Hey, winky face." Vague is good. Okay. Because we are, we are men. We can't we can't just pretend we're women and like feel like we can, you know, say what they might say. Because also we don't even know if it's man or woman. Correct. So we just have to be flirtatious and and uh, responsive. And then he or she will provide the details for us to... We're probably going to get a dick pic. Uh, well, we'll send one back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, David's having way too much fun with this segment. Yeah, I'm not, exi- yeah. I'm not as excited as David right. about this. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. It's a little off, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, solid choice. So we're waiting on response mm. um, from this man. But since we've given you guys extra content this year episode, we might as well promote this guy cast store again. You know? Yeah. Go to www.thisgotcaststore.com. Or no, that's not what you should do. Don't do that. <laughs> I won't do anything. <laughs> God damn it. Go to thisgotcast.com. Use the navigation menu to get to the store. I decided to take it out of the membership-only thing. Mm. Scottcast citizens can always get special deals and discounts on the stuff in the Scottcast store, which is available if you sign up by email. But everybody can buy from the Scottcast store. Yeah. You know? We got bikinis, socks, hats. We're going to have a Veblen good coming up. A big-ass... X on a t-shirt for rich people to buy so that the Hamtramck Avengers may deal dudges, justice, you know? And deal justice. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell we're three beers in. Yeah, we're, a little, yeah, we're three beers in we're, when we have a <laughs> we have a soundboard and some guy texting us for no reason. Yeah. Anything else? Not yet? He was really eager and now he's not responding. Just type in what's up. We're gonna pass. We just need to be. We need him to know about like we're here and we're talking now. So that's the Scottcast store, available anywhere you get internet. (laughs) (laughs) This is the 
quiet time while we wait for this guy to unzip his pants and frame his penis in just the right light. That's probably what we're waiting for, yeah. Because yeah, what else would a horny man respond to what's up with? My penis is up. That's correct. So we're waiting for his penis. Yeah. You know? Do you think it's going to be like like it's like some kind of douche nozzle who's like maybe fit and attractive and like he got the fake number because this lady's too respectful? Or, I mean, I have no idea. He apparently can't uh, type a phone number or his name correctly, so... He might send the reply <laughs> to a completely different person. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Poor I individual. Mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Well, while we wait, I'm sure we can come up with a little quick game. Let's, let's do that. Oh, oh. Oh, oh they're shit. We're not doing that. Oh, shit. Oh, no, we can't. Just let it go to voicemail and then message. Uh, I'm my out. name's on my voice. What the fuck? Your name's on your thing? I think so. I don't know. I don't think so. If he's calling and stuff, he wants to talk, he wants to chat. See if he responds after this. He definitely got your message. <laughs> oh, my God. This is amazing. This is the best podcast moment ever. Oh, jeez. I'm liking it, at least. A little bit, you know. David's really liking it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like the social experimentation value. I'm not, we're not going to fuck with this guy too hard. Yeah. because Even though he really wants to. Apparently. Yeah. But... You know, you can't you, you can't get this far into a situation without at least a little human exploration. <laughs> they that's what they say that like one of the most uh like like oh, here's what it is. Um and this goes along the lines with um appealing to plebes mostly. Hmm. Is uh common man talks about people. Yeah, but the elevated man talks about concepts. Okay. We've been talking about concepts this whole time. Yeah. Let's get it down to the common man level and make fun of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. Let's just be real, okay? Uh, we, we are being real, yeah. David. We're well, we're seeing where this guy's coming from. Why? I wonder if he's going to leave a voicemail. Oh, if he leaves a voicemail, we're listening. He's already tried to call me today. That's call number two. He's oh not my god! Any voicemails. I don't know what's going on. Maybe he's trolling us. He might be, but like that seems like a strange troll to do. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't know that number. I'm out right now. Smiley face. Uh, with two parentheses. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That is believable. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Oh, we should turn this into a feature film. Yeah. Behold. What's the plot? A man texts a number he believes to be that of a gorgeous woman, mm. but instead he texts the highest stop level of the Scottcast religion. Ooh. Behold, as he gets sucked into the cult-like status of the underground world, 
Any <laughs> Any faces the glory and all that shit. Wait Dro for the bass drop. Explosions. <laughs> yeah, explosions and shit. <laughs> will he do well in Skycast City? Or will he fail? Like the rest of them. July 2024. <laughs> <laughs> nice and done. 80s production. What's your name? Oh, what the fuck? What do you mean, what's your name? Ugh. Oh, Just he figured it out. Send the picture. Oh, I gotta like save it to my phone. Hold on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I guess I don't sound like a girl as much as I thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> Do I say anything with that or just? No, no, that's all you need to send. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Drew. Thank you so much. We'll screenshot this. Put this in the notes, please. Oh, be good. Well, we got to see what his uh, reaction to Drew's. I can't wait. Okay, so he said, uh, what's your name? I have wrong number, I think, LOL. <laughs> oh, my God. And that is the best picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh the pod gods smile <laughs> upon us today oh lord they saw the effort that we put into the previous hour and they were just like we will gift them something that no other pod will have this man and drew <laughs> this is beautiful oh man so we're gonna kind of hold this cast steady until we get a response. If we do, I don't. I don't know if we're we gonna will. give it a few minutes. I, I need a response. <laughs> like if he laughs, then like he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, you know he's a yeah. good guy. who Got fucked over. I hope he does well. Maybe we'll send him a t-shirt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> some the V Blunt team. <laughs> <laughs> two thousand dollars shirt, bro. Yeah, dude, this is two thousand dollars. Earn that shit. Yeah, by man. looking at Drew. Don't stand there at a dumpster. <laughs> We'll send Drew a t-shirt where we just send the screenshot. <laughs> and we'll just put that in the, we'll put that in front of the t-shirt. Little white tee with the square screenshot of his dick out with this guy. I feel like I want to make a pun. There's a pun here? Okay, wrong, like think wrong. about it. We're going to reveal the pun. I have the wrong number, I think. Oh, but it's so right. I don't know. Something like, uh, we got to play on the wrong. Like, no, this couldn't be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> How is it a wrong number? It feels so right. <laughs> so, that's great. You should send that. <laughs> 
Oh, oh. oh yeah. Wrong number, but it feels so right. <laughs> it's a little off, but I like it. <laughs> right. Okay, so <laughs> we've got this great cast. We've what but what did we learn today? Well we'll, we'll talk about what we learned today. Well, well, well we, uh, we learned that we are juveniles. Yeah. Um pretty conclusively. Yeah. You know. But we also learned that the gods smile upon us. Mm. In a way. We are uh kind of pod masters. Yeah. We rolled real time with the the soundboard. Yeah. You nope. know, this is going to be the least editing I do on any Scott cast ever. Yeah. It's like right to fucking pod. Boom. Episode 73. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, imagine what kind of potting I'm going to be able to do now that I'm not spending so much time in the edit room. Right. We're going we're gonna to be potting all day. Drew's going to be really mad. Because he still can't keep up. People can't keep up. We're too good. But, hey, fuck you. (laughs) 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 Like, here's the thing. I like to podcast. Mm -hmm. Podcasting is a skill. We've both gotten exponentially better at it. I do the Dispatch podcast with people who purport to be on stage all the time and Mm -hmm. natural performers. And you are a better podcaster personality than any of them combined you know well it takes some thinking on your toes Mm -hmm. and i get that in my job that's true and they're like doing songs that they've written and they've played a million times yeah they rehearse yeah you who's better on their toes yeah the person who has to deal with uh children with problems right (laughs) (laughs) not just children who are going there because "Ah, it doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) these children who need somebody to help out yeah you know so you do this day in day out on an hourly basis it's like come what may just show the fuck up figure it out yeah maybe you should change the slogan though don't say show (laughs) the fuck up i'll figure you out (laughs) (laughs) although you should start uh doing a doing a pod with uh but no, no, do it. I just think of everything as doing a pod. You should do a, a therapy session for just for rich people. Yeah. You know, and that should be the slogan. Mm. You know, appeal to rich people with that shit. Like, you're basically the person who's bringing them down to earth, which they need, and they know they need it. Yeah. You know, as soon as you buy like a Gucci bag and you don't think much of it, like, you know, you can't, you, you've got to know that you're operating with a set of rules that is not being operated with with normal people. You know? Yeah. That's that those bags cost like a thousand dollars and they look weird. Yeah. It's one of those uh things like our t shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Beeblin good. Yeah. So I don't think we're gonna get a response from this guy. I guess not. Yeah, he doesn't like it. <sighs> But, you know, Admiral attempt at picking up a lady guy. I mean, everybody here, <laughs> everybody here is 
nothing but love. So, I guess, yeah, the, with the super colorful original, unless you got a, any final thoughts? No, that, I think that's, uh, that covers it. All right, so with the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast, I bid the adieu. All hail ScottCast. Glory be, be to ScottCast. There it is. Now we, got, we have to sit here while it ends now. See you later, ScottCastigators. <laughs> See you later, ScottCastigators.